Hi, and welcome to The Research Room, a space to make research by the people for the people. And today we're going to be talking about um, expressive writing and depression. So last week I was able to talk about uh, just expressive writing in, in general, um, and that was to give an overview of what it is, um, how to use it, when to use it, why it might work. And so today I want to apply it directly to depression, which <clears throat> I don't think I have to really do much to explain that that's a super important thing, right? Um, you even if you haven't or you say that you don't want to have uh, depression like you probably know somebody that has had depression and maybe it's not like a full-blown like clinical um, diagno uh, diagnosis or something um, but we all go through uh, bouts of depression right like even if it's just for a short period uh, we we know what these feelings are like <laughs> so um, what I'm going to do today is I'm going to go through um a whole review article uh, on this, and I'll apply it to a specific situation. So this review article is by Reinhold and colleagues. Um, this was in 2018. The title of it is Effects of Expressive Writing on Depressive Symptoms, a Meta-Analysis. And so if you've been following along, um, you definitely know what a meta-analysis is at this point, um, but it's just a collection of <clears throat> every study that the authors could find uh, on a specific topic. So in this case, expressive writing and depression. And uh, they, they synthesize it and they see what the average effect is, basically. Um, is it reliable? And so um, I'll start off by saying, yes, uh, it, it works. It, there's a very like small effect, but it does work. Um, but <clears throat> according to this, um, it seems like the effects really only will last um, right after the intervention itself and not necessarily for a long-term sort of thing. Um, so do keep that in mind. Um, there's definitely things that we could potentially do to like increase that uh, chance that it's going to work in the future. But uh, for now, at least uh, keep in mind that um, this is going to be a very like short term sort of thing. And I think that also makes sense, like just given how convenient <laughs> this is, like I, I don't want to like skimp out on saying uh, that, like, yes, you should probably still try this, like, even if it's a short term kind of thing, like, that's, that's not all too bad, right. Um, so uh, what's happening here. So I'll talk about um, a uh, somebody that you might have heard before um and i guess even if you haven't that's fine like maybe there are some people on earth that still uh, don't know who this person is and that's fair i'm not gonna judge you um but this is a conversation that i had uh with michelle obama and uh i mean yes this was a conversation that i had in my head with her but i think it's like really realistic uh, i think it would have played out something like this had it happened in real life so um, I, I'm going to talk through um, an, a, a, her experience with depression. So last year, she was saying that um, she was having these uh, depress—sorry, uh, depressive bouts of um, just not feeling good, right? So um, she she probably had like a low grade sort of um, depression, uh, which is called dysthymia. And so what dysthymia, uh, dysthymia is, it's basically just like everything that you can think of when it comes to like major depressive disorder, but on a like slightly lower scale. So um, she still might feel fatigued. She might still have these ruminative thoughts. Um, 
she might just feel a little bit more uh, like sad uh, than, than usual. She might want to sleep more often, a loss of appetite, things like that, <clears throat> um, but just not quite as intense. So um, she, she was feeling this way last year because of, I mean, a lot of reasons, right? I think a lot of people also felt similarly for similar reasons um, that there was just so much uh, going on in the news. Uh, there was COVID. We went, I mean, are still going through a pandemic, but like, especially last year, like how much more intense uh, was it? And there's also, I mean, all of the political divisiveness. And of course, I mean, she's obviously in the political arena. So that's going to have that much more of an impact on her. And then also, um, really, like, I think one of the things that, like, tipped her over the edge was uh, the murder of George Floyd. Mm -hmm. And these are some things that she also said that um, having to, to witness that um, she, she would wake up in the middle of the night and just, like, have thoughts and, like, have worries uh, about, like, what's happening. Um, so even someone as strong as her, right, like, she's, she's still feeling these sorts of things. And so um uh, like i said uh, this is a conversation <laughs> that i had with her uh, at least in my head um and if she had come to me uh, if, uh and I, I think maybe maybe she should but um if she had come to me uh, and she asked like alex what do i do about this like i i feel so bad right now like I, I just, i'm constantly thinking about all these things um these are some of the things that i would say to her um, based off of the research <clears throat> so um, the, uh, the gist of what happened in the actual, um, uh, article was that they mostly found, um, interventions on expressive writing that talked about, uh, people that, uh, wrote for 20 minutes, uh, three days in a row. So they, uh, ended up, um, doing expressive writing about like their deepest and, um, uh, deepest thoughts and feelings and um they they talked about it for three days and so um like i said like it ended up working so i i would want to like share this advice um with her and i would say uh, maybe just explore your deepest thoughts and emotions um you can uh talk about yourself you can talk about others um that part doesn't matter but just talk about what you're feeling basically and so you can uh across these three days you don't necessarily have to write about the same thing over and over again but like if you want you can uh, or you can change to slightly different topics but just make sure that you are trying to work through things in your mind um on paper <laughs> and so maybe the three days are up maybe she comes back to me and she's like hey like I don't really feel any better. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Um, like, I mean, I'm sorry, but like, it is fine. Like that is kind of to be expected in this sort of thing. It's not that strong of an effect, but uh, maybe there's some things that we can do to help. Um, and that's also very much aligned with what happened with research is that it's, um, I mean, a lot of the time people do end up feeling worse um, after they, they do an expressive writing intervention. Um, and that's because obviously, like, I mean, you're talking about all these negative things, right? Um, so what can we do about that? How can we make that better? Um, so some of the things that maybe she's also talking about, um, like, okay, like she's not feeling that, um, she's not feeling more positive, at least uh, not yet, uh, but she's also like not feeling motivated to like continue with this intervention. Um, she's wondering if she's like even doing it right or like, why am I just talking about the same thing over and over again? Like, why would that help me? Um, and like, okay, like I hear that, <clears throat> but these are some other things that we can try. So 
maybe if we try this for three more days. Um, and so again, according to research um, and this specific paper, um, you could double the effect um, if you write for three more days. So the original is just a three-day paradigm, but if you have three additional days, you would literally double um, how effective this is. So let's try for three more days, but let's also try a few more things uh, with, with these three days. I don't want you just to do the same thing over and over again. So uh, maybe she, she writes it for that first day. She comes back, uh, she hands me her writing, and I, I go through it. Um, I, I try to see like what are some of the patterns that, that have come out. <laughs> and so I might say something like, okay, like, yeah, I see that you're having a really hard time um, trying to just like go through this process with George Floyd. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was a very distressing thing, um, not only for you, for, for uh, most of society, I think, like, we saw how, how many people um, were motivated to, to march about these issues um, that really <laughs> became apparent because of someone like George Floyd. And so... Uh, I might say that uh, you're not alone. Uh, maybe tomorrow, focus on how you're not alone. Uh, focus on who are these other people that you can go to um, when thinking about these, these, um, these thoughts with George Floyd. And so maybe I might say something like, okay, like, my guess is like maybe Barack won't help and that's fine but maybe Sasha and Malia will uh, and at least you have them so uh, let's let's try talking about them see how how you feel so the next day comes she's uh, done her writing she shows me um, her expressive writing uh, thoughts and so I, I do the same thing I look over them I say yes okay it's very apparent that uh, Barack was not able to help in this situation and uh, we, we knew that was going to happen and that's okay um, but Sasha and Malia were there for you <clears throat> great right so now that uh, we know that you have your daughters um, maybe there's something else that can help so um, you're, you're still very stressed out um, it's, it's good that you had these other people but maybe there's something else that we can do so um, instead of just focusing on these other people, maybe try to think about like other benefits that happened in your own life because of this. Um, maybe you want to think about like, oh, I don't know, like maybe maybe you change your perspective on something. Uh, maybe you change uh, perspective on life in general. Maybe it's the way that you relate to people. Maybe it's um, what the good that you can cause now that um, uh, these other things are happening and they're so apparent. Um, whatever it is to you, go ahead and write about that. Uh, in this next day okay so then she she comes back and she is um uh, i think a little, i feel a little bit better um obviously it's like it's not gonna be that big of a thing uh she uh, it's only been three days this is such a huge societal thing um but she comes back and she's like yeah okay uh, i feel a little bit better now um thank you for for guiding me on this i'm gonna uh just like write for a little bit uh, more and um i think i think i got this now and so, okay, so uh, there's there's like a few different things that I uh, wanted to guide her on uh, when it came to expressive writing in this instance. Um, what is it here? <laughs> so very explicitly, um, uh, the first thing which I already kind of talked about is that um, with extra days of writing, you get a little bit more benefit uh, and potentially you can even double the amount of benefit that you get. Um, the other thing is that uh, with guidance, um, you are able to also help people. So uh, the research really shows, uh, and like, I'm not necessarily a therapist, of course, like I'm not licensed. I didn't um, get a PhD uh, to, to do that. Um, but um, the, the research shows that uh, 
ther uh, therapists are able to guide uh, people. So uh, if they are able to see what you have written, um, then they can start to say like, oh, okay, so like I see this, this is some pattern that continues happening. What about if you thought about it another way? And then they give you um, that advice. You try it on your own, you see how it works. Um, and you continue doing stuff like that. And that has also shown in the literature that uh, that is something that is of benefit. Um, another thing is that I gave uh, Michelle, in this case, um, more specific prompts. And so uh, here, uh, for these prompts, I, I wanted her to talk more about um, like these uh, supportive characters in her life, uh, her daughters uh, specifically. Uh, maybe I also talked um, or I didn't, I did actually ask her in, in this situation um, to uh, talk about benefits. <clears throat> and so uh, and all of these are just to help um, narrow down uh, the possible things that you can talk about. Because like, I mean, yes, expressive writing on a whole, like you, if you think of whatever topic you want to talk about, like that does help. Um, but with more guidance and more specificity, it can help just that much more. Um, and so uh, those things all would potentially help there. And I guess uh, the other things that I might try is like, even if all these other things weren't working. So uh, we were also seeing that like she was having uh, problems with motivation, right? Um, even to just like write it, because like she was not feeling good and she was going through depression, right? So like, that's a very understandable thing. If you are going through depression, like why would you spend your time doing this? So you would spend, rather spend your time not exerting energy or like whatever else, right? So um here motivation is a like a, such a key factor that um and i guess how do you do that right so there's a lot of ways to motivate people one potential thing would be if you can ask her to just talk to other people like in the middle of this like do, do your writing session maybe talk to somebody else uh, after that um like feel some sort of like groundedness um be attached uh, to like the reality of things um be able to to discuss that with other people that like the things that you're thinking like they're real they're valid um and like that's going to uh, perpetuate like oh okay like yes i can actually like write through this it's not just like something in my head it's not something that i'm making up it's not something like whatever right it's not something that you shouldn't be feeling bad about um all those things uh and so anything that you can like say to somebody <clears throat> and in this case uh, to michelle obama um is that <clears throat> uh like you shouldn't have to blame yourself for this like just acknowledge that this is going to be distressing to some degree um, and that is a perfectly normal thing you are bringing up all these negative feelings and thoughts um but we're asking you to work through them uh and so to the degree that you can do that great um but if you do become distressed don't start to blame yourself because it's not your fault that you're feeling this way it just literally is happening that you're feeling this way but we're gonna work through that and hopefully by the end of this you end up feeling better as well so um yeah that's uh that's all i really wanted to do here is that uh, i wanted to apply <coughs> this research article to uh a potentially uh, real life situation and maybe in the future it will be a real life situation but we'll see um but uh, yeah i mean uh, i think through this uh, hopefully you're able to see all the different ways that um, this article can really apply to somebody's life. And like, maybe you're also someone who's like talking to somebody else who uh, is going through like depressive symptoms uh, and like they, they don't know what to do. They're constantly thinking about the same thing. They're constantly talking about the same thing. Um, that's all fine. You meet them where they are, but like maybe you can also hand them this idea of expressive writing and hopefully that will help.
So I'm going to continue this topic. Uh, I'm going to keep doing this for the next two weeks. Uh, but next week, uh, in particular, I'm going to be talking about expressive writing uh, with teens. And so I think this article is great uh, because it has so many different outcomes. It's not just depression in this case or depressive symptoms. Um, which like it also would have been very nice uh, if this article talked about like the specific depressive symptoms and like if there's like maybe more effect on like certain ones versus others but at least we have this piece of information um but what we're gonna do next week is uh, i'll do something similar um but for teens and so uh, some of the outcomes that they ended up measuring here is um things like problem behaviors or internalizing or <clears throat> um, personal adjustment social adjustment school performance, uh, somatic complaints, medical visits. Um, so there's quite a few things. And then the other thing that goes on with this article is that um, we get to see who does it work best for. So it's not gonna work equally for everyone, right? There's gonna be some people that get more benefit, some people that get a little bit less benefit. And it's important to know that so that we know who to tell, hey, you should try this out. Um, so with that, um, that's going to be what's coming up. Um, but for today, that is going to be all. So please do check out the rest of our content um, dealing with <clears throat> especially expressive writing and depression all throughout this week. Um, we had infographics, um, uh, this podcast, videos. Um, there's also stuff uh, like blogs and write-ups. Um, so whatever is going to be helpful to you, feel free to look at that. And um, that's all on the website, roomforresearch.com, and then also on social media, uh, at Room for Research. So until next week, thank you. Bye.